my name on the back of my belt Believe there's a God to save me from hell And dirt roads are made for country boys like me They took her baby Don't believe in politically correct She had her baby If you want a piece of me CPS taker Better have a set A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need Okay, let's get me a rhythm January. Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going in the shop. And it's good for you. Take your Tyramax today. President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kid read Chronicle SU. Jeff, I said Nelson's bleeding today. And I'll say it right to the camera. Stop it. <laughs> You want to do this right now? I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're gonna get this Taramax out. We're gonna live a clean life. Yes, I go into a um, dissociative state because you're tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Taramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate Set. The trick to running a good website is all in making sure you don't do anything that might trigger someone to go into an office with a gas-powered rifle slaughtering innocents. And I think that so far, we've been pretty good about that. That's the Liebel Joker promise. I'm HateSec, and you're listening to Hate Radio by the Internet Chronicle. There is no truth left in this world, so just listen to lies on the Internet, or whatever this is on Radio Hate. Radio Hate is brought to you by all-new extended-release Terramax. These timed capsules will send your ass to the multiverse and teach you new things to be afraid of. Ills and terror you never conceived of will come to life before you in the night. Thanks to Dr. Troubadour's patented time-release hate serum engineered for patriots like yourselves. Terramax, much like this show, is a label Joker product. They own everything that matters. Tonight we're talking about a lot of tech shit. A lot of um, internet icky, sticky, wiki type of shit. Because people, you know, people like Wikipedia and all that crap, so everything's got to be, everybody can do it. We're all in this together, man. Just fucking, I'm scrapping together what little bit of info I got, man. What do you got over here? And we're like putting info together like we're trying to piece together fucking who killed the maid. Like we're the fucking investigators. Like we're supposed to go... Like wasn't that what WikiLeaks was supposed to be all about? Like if enough people dump their info into this one central... Get on with it already. Fuck, I love this guy. That's that's exactly the way I feel about this show. Let's just fucking get on with it already. Right? What is my point? What am I saying? Everybody has to get fucking involved. Like, not everybody is an expert, dude. We don't all need to be editing wikis and stuff. All right, there's a lot of morons editing that crap. You know, Pepsi is editing their own articles. Go fuck yourself with this. Everybody is a journalist. Bullshit. It's just not true. And uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it tonight. Um, Olima Steve the dude who's coming on later he's got 
he's got this type of software like where anyone can use it and, and it's a tool that you can put in anyone's hands so you make the work of activism and journalism and connecting sources together uh, all the all the more accessible to people um, for better or worse you know there's people that need that shit and they they want to organize right there's also a lot of morgons that want to organize which is how uh, kids kids get in trouble with this crap because uh, it's uh, particularly with anonymous and like Barrett Brown's world and uh, all the kids that were getting involved with that uh, real early on like he you know he'd be like uh, hey come to um, anon ops and it'll be really fun right like we'll all hang out computer crimes together whatever I mean he didn't say that but that was the implication is that you were going to hang out with a bunch of hackers and do some hacker shit learn about yourself along the way and uh, you know kids you know kids are getting busted and shit because they're they're well-meaning and they're and they're dumb and Barrett was uh, giving them access to people that would teach them how to do dumb shit and uh my contention was always that he shouldn't be saying, hey, everybody get into Ananobs, but that's another story. And Illuma Steve doesn't want to hear about that. And we're not going to get into like eight-year-old um, dead horses with Steve tonight, but we are, you know, we will have to talk about Bear Brown a little bit. So hold your fucking horses. Yeah, it's a bunch of skid shit for sure. I mean, that's what you're listening to. A bunch of skid shit radio.su. Uh, brought to you by Skitty Terramax. It's got Mountain Dew in it. It tastes like fucking medicine. Hey, we reported India uh, buying those fighter jets that we we were selling fighter jets to uh, to India, and it was like three days later they were using them to shoot down fucking uh, Pakistani planes. I thought Bill was just joking about that shit. While Bill Kilgore will you know, improvise on the fly. He's like a, he's a fucking powerful improviser, right? So he'll have me fooled sometimes. But uh, in this particular case, he was telling the truth that we were really shooting down. Uh, or not we, I mean, it was our jets. I mean, all these fucking creeps at Lockheed Martin are sitting around, uh, uh, cheers with their fucking champagne glasses as this, F-35 premieres on the battlefield, right? And they're getting all the data in. The like, little pieces of paper are ticking in out of a slot in the wall. And they're like, yeah, there's our money. There's our fucking money. Give me the hookers and the blow. I'm doing it right here in front of my wife. They're so excited when their F-35 premieres on the battlefield, shooting down Pakistani jets, possibly, potentially triggering a nuclear fucking war. Who's to say that they won't? They're fucking maniacs, dude. They can't, you know, they're not like us. <laughs> they're, not, they're not like us with with our nuclear weapons. We're so responsible with them. We were so responsible with them when we dropped them on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Dude, speaking of, um, you know, that's... Look, if I'm here by myself, I'm eventually going to say something really stupid um, racist. Let's just get on to the next subject. China had, uh, is banning people now from their, uh, just spell it out. Okay, what did Barrett Brown do? Just spare it out. Spell it out. Uh, what, spell out Barrett Brown's career? I mean, he's been 
you know, he's 30-something years old. Spell what out? What did he do? I don't know, had a career, went to prison. <laughs> Just trying to have a career again. See, I, I thought what was interesting was that he has something going with the Pursuance Project. And and now, uh, I mean, he had a working he had a working thing, right? Right. Real soon, we'll have, we'll talk to Olympusty about what, what exactly they did have. But I mean, he seemed really close to achieving a goal. I mean, it's not an Amazon book deal, but it's you know he raised the funding for this thing. He had a working model of it, and now he's abandoned that model. Um, don't know what's going on with the lead developer of Pursuance Project now, but he's going to come on and and tell us. Uh, his side of what went down with that, because that's as far as I know. I don't know what he did or didn't do. He had a good product. He had forty, fifty thousand dollars saved, and and now um, Lemma Steve is out, and they're going to end up rewriting the thing from the ground up. Is what Barry said. Does that spell it out for you, dude with the green name in the chat room? Fucking entitled cunts. Try to put on a good show for you. I try to put on a good show for you. This is how you fucking treat me. If there were pictures on the wall of our family right now, I'd be ripping them off the wall and throwing them at you like little frisbees. That's uh, that's the kind of energy I'm trying to direct at you right now, and I hope you feel it. Um, but we got a tall list of questions for Steve, and it's going to be fucking great. We're going to have a good time. We're going to play with our dicks, and neither one of us is going to address it because we're on the radio. Nobody has to know. I'm really excited about that. Anyway, like I was going to say before I was interrupted by this cunt in the chat room, just spell it out, bro. Here, I'll spell it out for you. China is banning people uh, from using their fucking buses and shit and their trains, their fucking train system, dude. These people can't go to work because they're getting these poor social credits, like, uh, like an Amazon rating, dude, but for people, right? And so... You, you know, you don't pay a parking ticket or something. You don't you don't mow your grass to exactly the height it's supposed to be that the housing association says you have to have it by or you left your trash out uh, a day early or something. Well, that's a social credit off. And apparently you can't, uh, you know, can't do anything around here anymore. Man can't say anything uh, without motherfuckers calling in. But in, in this case... It's a good thing motherfuckers are calling in because it's Wild Bill Kilgore of the Internet Chronicle finally coming around to join us. Good to have you on the program, homeboy. What the fuck's going on? Not too much. What's going on uh, with you? Just fucking crushing it on tonight's episode of Hate Radio. Crushing what? Lemons? Just old aluminum cans and stuff I've been meaning to get around to. Just old bullshit. (laughs) Kicking around old dirty leaves and stuff. That's fine. What's going on with you? Well, hey, not much, man. Just relaxing. <laughs> you are, man, you're bringing the energy tonight. Yeah, I'm feeling it myself. I Look, dude, I was just talking about, um, did you see that in China, they're not allowed to ride the buses if, you've, if they've got bad social credits? Right, or the planes or the, or leave the border. No planes, no trains, no automobiles. And no border crossing. Yeah, and they take away their steaks, too, at the grocery store. 
if you come up to the checkout counter and you've got a nice steak in there and poor social credit, somebody reaches in there and snatches it out of your cart. You can forget that shit. And they take it back and they put it on the rack for the people with the good social credit, like you and me. The steaks have been better. Do. That's what they do to you here, too. How do they do it here? You mean with the financial credit? Yeah. They take your steaks away in that way. I hadn't thought about that. I wonder if in China, is there a credit score in that whole system? Surely there must be. Credit system? Yeah, you know, like uh, your credit score. What's your credit score? What's your social security number? You want to uh, see my tax returns? Yeah, we need to see. <laughs> the public is demanding your tax returns. Why are you coming at me with this? Did you see those fucking Proud Boys were attacking people in New York City? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, how, let's see it. Let's uh, let's review it. Here, I'll, I'll send you the stories. Straight out of the Daily Beast, ripped from today's headlines. Um, two Proud Boys pled guilty in this attack in New York City. There's some good old boys, man. See, now this is Gavin McInnes' stomping ground. My neighborhood is, uh, you know, I could throw a rock and hit Gavin's house. And, now, uh, why do these? I do. Why do these hick-loving, proud boys move to Brooklyn, a place like Brooklyn? I don't. I don't know, man. I think. I don't think they do. I think a lot of them are in Manhattan and they're going to school. Like they've been sent to school by their parents and they're at NYU and shit. That's what I think is going on. I don't know. There's some good old boys, though. You see this motherfucker with a beard, man? He looks like he just cut down a tree in Brooklyn. Like he, like he found a forest, and he's been lumbering that forest for years and years now. I thought we were going to see a video of him wailing on someone. There was a video. But no, this is just them pleading. I'm pleading for lesser charges. Yeah. <laughs> they said I'll get a lesser sentence if I please, so yeah. Yeah, so I attacked much for him. my... Uh beliefs i was definitely wrong <laughs> hey man if beating up a up an old guy is a is an assault and battery then you know whatever i guess i'm a felon he just owns it but he is a good looking boy i think he's um what a white supremacist he's got the tattoos on his knuckles and stuff yeah yeah i, I hate them <laughs> Now, I'm watching uh, the save round. Oh, I thought this was Brian's play, but actually this is me. No, this is where I boost. Uh, this is the uh, Yeah, I'm watching this Counter-Strike play of ours. Yeah, while Bill I Kilgore came up in my Twitter feed. participated in a barn burner of a Counter-Strike play earlier where uh, Billy was shooting at a guy. The guy turned around and shot at Billy. Um, <laughs> Bill put a bunch of hate on this guy. And disappeared. He, Billy ran away, and the guy fucking uh, turned around and jumped off of a box and killed himself. He broke his fucking legs and died because Bill had hurt him so badly. And then uh, <laughs> our mutual friend uh, proceeds to kill the entire enemy team one by one by himself for the big win. Congratulations on that outstanding play, Billy. And, uh, oh, he opted me to death. Yes. Yeah, no, I did, I did okay. I like got off to a start, but then I saw, yeah, this is yeah, this is a good play. Look at that. It was a barn burner. Just how it's meant to be.
it tore the house down. Steals the sniper rifle, and then and their whole game falls apart. I like uh, I like figuring out ways to uh, troll my teammates using only the uh, communication keys, where I say negative, <laughs> negative. Yeah. <laughs> well, teamwork is going to be the topic of tonight because we have a team member, right? The you mean the develop the lead developer yeah. for Pursuance Project? Oh, that's right. Yeah, team leader, really. We're gonna take him in about ten minutes, and if you guys have calls for Unlimited Steve and questions, we can take calls like in the last ten minutes of the show too. So. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk to him. I already gave him a big introduction, and we've we really been fluffing this thing right before you called in. So oh, yeah. I've got the listeners worked up into a froth. And here we are talking about Counter-Strike play. Well, did you see where the fucking, where, you know those girl power t-shirts, and it'll be whatever, like kids are making these? Kids, children are making these girl power t-shirts? Like the, I don't know what you're talking they're about. They're white man. t-shirts. Children and, are making t-shirts. My God. Yeah, are you surprised? <laughs> that's that's white a power shocker. T-shirts? No, no, no. Girl they're power? girl power. Yeah, and they'll be like, they're ch- they're like child slave girls, right? And they're they're making the girl power t-shirts, right? Well, not like teenagers. Not like do-it-yourselfers. You're talking no. slaves. No. Girl, little girl slaves in and in Asia. Yeah, and they're sold in the United Kingdom, and you know these blonde, uh, dead-eyed, beautiful girls will wear them, and they've got their tits out, and it says "girl power" on their tits, and they're like, "Yeah, we're empowered young, independent women, out with our champagne glasses and fucking beautiful, perfectly manicured nails and teeth and long hair, beautiful well, hair." There is no emoticon for to describe that. And then there's the kid, right? This, talk about empowerment. This kid gets up at four o'clock in the morning and doesn't get home till midnight because they're so empowered to work for little pay. And these kids, I think they what happened was they uh, like it was a, a factory in Bangladesh, right? And then over a hundred workers uh, were fired after protesting about their low <laughs> wages, where they're making the girl power T-shirts. It's fucking beautiful. I mean, it sucks that, that that's happening, but I love the, uh, I love that these two chicks in this pic, in this news article I'm reading are like the picture of girl power, and not the uh, the really poor people in Bangladesh. So they fired all the hundred workers. Yeah, they said, "Oh, you don't like those low wages? Well, you you know, you don't have to work here, man. If you don't like it, you can get out." Bangladesh. These are kind of ironic shirts or something because it's in the Hooters uh, font. It is. It is in the so Hooters. I, I don't think they really care about girl power, honestly. No, I mean they don't Not, care about no. anything. And at sewing. least in terms of their Hooters. They don't even wear Not that shit in Bangladesh. Too. They don't wear well, girl power T-shirts, white T-shirts in Bangladesh, dude. They wear those. Um, they have a cultural way of dressing that is so completely different from jeans and t-shirts or khakis and all that horse shit well last just last month they re- revealed the spice girls t-shirt debacle <laughs> what's made the spice by bangladeshi girls? women 
who had a Not different good. factory who were suffering even worse harassment, possibly. That's, um, you know, you, you'll get that with the Spice 16 Girls. 16 hours a day, 35 pennies an hour. The Spice Girls are a very demanding presence in the pop world. Pop R&B superstars, as they are. The, uh, we'll talk about just a, a couple more items before we get to Oliva, Steve. Did you see where scientists found uh, this evidence of Mars, uh, water underneath Mars? Huge. I saw about that. Planet-wide underground, oh, underground water. Underground, like, could you call them oceans, aquifers? What, are, what do they call them? Um, Let's see here. Water system. Mars wasn't always a dusty, barren planet. What a weed. Yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah. Okay. See that? Really oh, reach for that one. It. We traced this water in our study. <laughs> yeah, we made a fucking spaceship to fucking dig that water out. So we're going to get under the surface and, I don't know, man, maybe float around on a little boat. And uh, so this is the new Mars, right? There's under, there's underground is where it's still popping. And you can go down there in your submarine or a little boat or something and explore Martian caves. That would be fucking ridiculous. That's got to be next, right? If there really is that much water under there. Well, you go down there and there's going to be little slimes growing. God, I hope. And then you'll get high on them and... Uh become God himself. That's the whole purpose, is for the astronauts to get there and just get high on these slimes. <laughs> what if be... it was 10,000 times more potent than acid to the point where you actually don't come back down ever? Well, it could turn into forever, a... Uh, in a synesthetic, enlightened, uh, uh, super powerful mindset forever. It would be like what Terry Max has always set out to do, but without all the side effects. It would be like Apocalypse Now and the nobody dream, comes back. The dream drug. You only take it once. No, a Terror Max that you, could only, that you only needed to take once would be great if you took we've it invented, every day. We've invented the uh, limited release lifelong implant, but this would uh, eliminate certain side effects and you know that big plug of Teramax in your leg slowly excreting like some kind of gland the real problem with that implant was the uh, there would be around the injection site there would be an infection and it was difficult to get that infection mine was control. fine a lot of people died from it but mine ours worked for me my uncle, guys, uh, most people my uncle lost his foot to damn God damn. And, and it gave my other, uh, my cousin, he got Berger's disease from it, from that Terramax implant. I don't think they're using them anymore. Not like that. Lebel Joker, they're doing something else right now. Like you said, there, there's something new around the corner, and and, and you never know what's, what's going to come out of that festering hole next. No, you don't. Hate Radio is on a good one tonight. Well... <laughs> Raleigh Theodore Sakers is about 10 moves ahead of Elon Musk, owns his whole rocket industry. He bought into it laterally, bought all the, in, <coughs> bought all the uh, 
suppliers. Now he's got them by the nuts. Raleigh Saker going to get that slime out of that cave. If he's he going to be Elon the first Musk. man to put it to his uh, tongue. God damn! You think? Oh, <laughs> he should have heard him screaming about word getting out about his precious slime. Uh, now Raleigh like will sometimes supposed to fucking know. The listeners might think you're exaggerating, but there's a but our boss, he's the publisher at Lebel Droker, will have us uh, like fucking. We have to strap him to a table. He's got this cabin in the woods where he wants us. We got to drive up there, strap him to a table, and administer drugs to him, and stand from across the room. And we got to like whip him with old bamboo rods and stuff. I mean, this is the kind of fucker you're dealing with. So. If Raleigh Sakers was to team up with somebody like Elon Musk or like uh, Steve Phillips from the Pursuance Project, for example, he might actually achieve uh, that higher consciousness, the God slime waiting for us on Mars in the subterranean ocean. They say the active ingredient in it is God particles. <laughs> in the Hig- <laughs> it's the Higgs boson. It's that the that's why they're looking for it. Yeah, it's this it's this super bacteria that's evolved um, for billions of years longer than Earth. And what happened to Mars, we'll find, I think, is that this uh, god slime just kind of ate everything, and it was a uh, and it it's a, it's an incredible supercomputer in the most dense little slime that that rings the whole planet. And we're going to learn that Mars is a lot more intelligent than we are. They're more evolved and far beyond us to the point where they don't need all the outward appearances of civilization. They just exist as a slime. And the slime is a sort of uh, circuit board. Yeah, it's kind of giant internet underground in the water. If if algae bloom was uh, interconnected. Well, what they did is they combined a blockchain and 3D printer and printed out the perfect life. That was just the densest, most... Sweet Christ. Uh, incredible computer possible, and it just infected the whole crust down to the lowest reaches of where water existed and no longer had use for the surface. And that's why um, Mars is uh, just a billion years ahead of us by now. That's what Jihad's been doing. Oh, yeah? Uh, so I, I guess this is the part of the show where we shift gears and we, we send out the bat signal for um, Steve Phillips of the Pursuance Project. He's going to call in and, uh, and talk about his new project, the Pursuance Project Inspired Project. I understand he's listening to the show now. Uh, Steve, go ahead and give us a call whenever... Um, Whenever you like, and and we'll begin the uh, Mark Marin-like grilling of your career. All right, here he comes. Who's Mark Marin? So, uh, hey, Steve, can you hear us all right? Yeah, how's it going, guys? Hey, great, man. Thanks, thanks for calling in. How, how's it going for you? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Just uh, just uh, just chilling. Just started listening to your guys' uh, guys' show. I listened to a couple couple episodes and was just hearing something about uh, combining blockchain and 3D printing and I'm not sure what that looks like but it sounds fascinating. <laughs> Some of our buddies been working on. A guy called uh, Fuxnet on Twitter, Jihad. <laughs> working with Dr. Troubadour and they developed a 
um, <laughs> miniature etching, 3D printing combination where they can make these liquid uh, circuit boards mm. that uh, can self-propagate. Steve might not know who Dr. Troubadour is. Dr. Troubadour is a doctor that we keep on payroll here, and he follows uh, me and Kilgore around, and he injects us with whatever it is that we might need for that morning and later on in the evening. And uh, mm-hmm. he also, he's our, our family doctor, as it were. Mine and Kilgore's both, and he is the leading researcher at Lebel Drucker uh, Institute of Science and laboratory and, and every sociology uh, department. Imagine, yeah, he's wow. He's you've, a modern Renaissance man. You, you've probably worked with people like him uh, during your time as a freelance uh, code developer. Uh huh. Yeah, he sounds uh. Sounds like the kind of guy who could blockchain it up for sure. He's so prolific. So, what other kind of stuff besides pursuance project are you doing? <laughs> well, that's, that's an interesting question because I, uh, I I'm tech, I'm actually not part of pursuance anymore. And uh, yeah, we'll get uh, around to on. that. We'll get around to that. But I'm yeah. just curious, like what kind of shit you're into. Sure, like sexually or, uh, or otherwise. Do you like to be tied up and have somebody from across the room hit you with a pole? I'm I'm way more way more dominant sub. No, it's not. That doesn't sound good. But but aside from those sorts of things, um, yeah. I mean, I do. I've you know been programming for ten years. I'm very interested in um, artificial intelligence. I've been diving more into AI safety recently, trying to uh, you know align artificial intelligence with human values. You want to contain so that, that shit uh, so it can't rise up and kill us. Nah, well, it, it, people used to call it the containment problem, but then they realized, wait a second, you're not going to be able to contain something, that's, you know, a thousand times smarter than you, any, any more than a, you know, chicken can like create some kind of, you know, chicken wire thing that could contain a human. It's just not going to be feasible. So you want the thing that's super powerful to be aligned with your interests, so that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't want to do anything that is counter to, uh, to your, to, to your desires, to, to human desires. Um, but yeah, I mean, of various. Various things. I mean, I've been doing some freelance stuff recently to build this like suite of privacy-preserving apps um, that like competes with a bunch of famous sites. Uh, that's called Show One. But yeah, a bunch of bunch of stuff, AI stuff. How do you feel about you know? those fucking uh, those eleven apps on the uh, on the Apple Store under investigation right now for sharing people's uh, sex data along with their income and and all this this whole web of info did you see this in the news today well i have a question about that that's really specific mm -hmm. to do now the software you're working on to contain the ai right what will that do to protect us from from these kind of uh this kind of thing that we keep seeing yeah yeah so so i i mean just as an aside yeah i mean i've done various privacy preserving things so i'm very interested in that in that field um I, i didn't see the particular headline about the uh 11 apps, but I can say that, uh, you know, that's not like that's out of line with, you know, various other that's apps. What the the app store, doing. Like, that's what the AI is doing to us right now, right? They're going through, the AI goes through your data and uh, massages it. it and looks at it with its artificial intelligence and right. it turns that into uh, profits. And how, do, and how can we uh, undermine that AI that is today containing us, like you say? This AI is containing us every day. How do we undo that with software? Is that possible? 
Yeah, so that's a good question. So there, there's kind of a few different issues. So number one, there, there, there's AIs that are it, where it, it's less like a coherent mind that like has goals and things like that. The people are working on more goal goal oriented stuff. What you're talking about is more sort of what people call narrow AI. So the, the, there's kind of general what people call AGI, artificial general intelligence, where people are trying to make something that's kind of superhuman in every kind of useful intellectual way. Uh, but the, but we don't have that yet, right? But we have these more narrow AI kinds of things, mm-hmm. um, like the kinds of algorithms you're talking about, where, you know, it's it's trying, you know, you give it a bunch of training data mm-hmm. and it kind of learns certain things, it detects certain patterns, and then you, like, give it new data. And, and then it beats uh, you us know. at Go. It beats us at, 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 at our, our favorite games, yes. like StarCraft. That's right. Even. Yeah, and then, exactly. And now Dota 2, it's really it's really getting really advanced. Uh, the, the techniques that people are using to do that are, are going much further than I thought they would uh, be able to. And they're making now this stuff other more AI, as well. that's just how, yep. right? That's just how and we've got to shut them down by going to the core. <laughs> right? It's, it's you know, well, uh, avoiding, you know, actually the house scenario is, is, is a good example where it's like, you know, the computer has certain goals. And those goals are aligned with humans initially of like helping to achieve some mission. Uh-huh. And then the, the, there's a point at which uh, the AI is like, okay, well, if I'm going to achieve this mission, if I'm going to maximize my utility function, if I'm going to achieve these goals that I've been given, then I need to do perform a certain actions. And maybe those actions involve, you know, sacrificing humans. And we need to make sure uh-huh. that it doesn't, doesn't even want to do that. So even as it, gets, as it gets more and more powerful, yeah. it, it doesn't do that purposely or even accidentally. Or even, like you know, Isaac even as like kind of a side effect. And his laws of robotics, right? Yeah, what yeah. Are the, so, what are the laws of robotics again? Do you remember those? Dude, um, I'll read them out for you. Let's robotics. not get into this. Yeah, that'd be good. This is just what we want to talk about. All right, man. All right, you guys go <laughs> You got the laws of robotics. Here. You want to talk about that? It, 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 could, it, could, it could be AI. We could talk privacy stuff. Yeah, I'm very, you know, I can well, talk a lot I about that. I've been doing that for a while. Talk, this is what we're talking about, how AI... And it's not general AI, but Steve, the, uh, specific right. AI is actually a uh, threat to our our Steve, very privacy. Steve, our, it, have it you encountered artificial What's intelligence up? thumbing through our data? Is this something that you you deal with? Um, no, no, it's not something that I deal with. I mean, um, so I mean, I mean, there's different sides of of these things, right? So it's like, I mean, I'm interested in building privacy preserving software. So I've never worked at, you know, a company like, you know, Facebook or Google or something like that, where they're trying to place ads more efficiently. That's how they make tens of billions of dollars per quarter. Now, Apple's worth something like eight or, or sorry, sorry, Google's worth something like $800 billion with a B. Uh, Apple's worth a trillion. Amazon's worth a trillion. Uh, the numbers are getting pretty, pretty huge. But in the case of Google and Facebook, they're so incentivized to, to place ads that you will click on. Um, cause that's how they make their money. They want to learn everything they possibly can about you, um, so that they can place those ads that you will click on because they know your, your interests. Um, they, so they're, they they're particular the threat to human privacy. Yeah. They know it by using AI, right? Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. So, 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 um, so in order for them to efficiently go through, you know, like, like a billion people's worth of data, um, you know, in terms of everything you click on, like, I mean, face, like if you start to type, a Facebook post and you decide you, you, you don't want to actually post it, Facebook still records it. Like every keystroke, everything that you do that they can get their hands on. Um, so like there, there's yeah, one They know when you hit fucking thing. backspace. Yeah, And they've yeah, been yeah, building exactly. microphones into stuff and that collects 
stuff using AI that can parse um, out your words into text and then analyze it with the other AI. So there's layers and layers of these AI, and it's more than specific. It's this whole suite of surveillance AI that is um, adds up to a tool that's in the hands of these very rich corporations, right? And absolutely. The, and yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know if they're recording audio. I, I mean, that that started to be reported. I, I, as far as I know, that's not really confirmed. Although I have talked to like multiple people have come to me. Like two people came to me and said, "Hey, there's things that I talked about that I definitely didn't type into Google. It's not that I forgot. I it's not that I typed into Facebook. You know, but no, I saw this that they had to make a law in California or something that they had to disclose that there was speakers and or microphones rather in certain uh, thing, uh, what do you call them? Uh, like IOT devices, gadgets like, that oh, they've oh, sold. Yeah. yeah. Just, just whatever. It could be a, yep. it could be your, uh, your fucking refrigerator, of course. And they had to, yeah, no, they, Google, they were hiding. Google those. was just caught. Yes. Google was just caught. Like they said, Oh, like this, like smart doorbell or whatever it was that we told people, Oh, it doesn't say anywhere on the box or in the instructions or anywhere that it contains a microphone. But don't worry, it, it, it's not on by default. So I'm like, okay, what the hell does that mean? You know, so it doesn't have to be on default in order for them to, you know, turn it on later. It's like, you know, there's a lot of these things that like surveillance capitalism is very cleverly figuring out that should have been illegal all along. But yeah, they're, they're exploiting stuff and yes, they're using AI to go through the, through the data um, more, more efficiently. So you can say, you know, hey, you know, people who had these interests clicked on these things and you give a bunch of... Um, these kind of scenario and sort of answer pairs of like, okay, a user with this data clicks on those things and a user with this other data clicks on this other stuff. And then you just give a bunch of data from a bunch of users and you have it predict which ads they will click on and then you show those users those ads. All right. So, make more money. so how do you stop them from doing this horse shit to us? Um, I mean, with a lot of the stuff we're talking about right now, um, I mean, basically legislation and making it illegal is going to be one of the only feasible ways to do it. Uh, the, 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 like the kind of AI safety stuff that I alluded to a minute ago is more like, you know, if you tell an AI to like, like more, more intelligent and broader, more general AI in the future, and you tell it to, you know, invent something or produce something and you need to make sure it's not going to basically destroy the environment around it in order to like, you know, grab the resources it needs because you, you know, you gave it this goal and it's doing whatever it can to achieve that goal. Um, but it, it, when it comes to like having super intelligent AI that is, be, that is purposely being used maliciously, I, uh, you know, there's, there's probably not going to be a technical solution to that. Um, I know someone who's trying to improve relations between the U.S. and China and between like the different players trying to make super intelligent AI so that you don't have this arms race like we have right now. Cause it's like, you know, people are going to say, well, you know, people in like the NSA or whatever, or people at Google, you know, there's a company called DeepMind that does very advanced AI stuff that Google bought. Um, so like they're a major player, China's player, US government, open AI, which Elon Musk who's the greatest living person, by the way. Just Do you think he's an AI? Worker. Do you think that he's making <laughs> his decisions? Do you think he's given uh, up his decision-making capacity and his entire corporation to a generalized AI without telling anybody? He's got an I, autopilot I, like one of his cars. 
Right. I and, don't think so. He, he 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 seems to be so on top of everything going on hey, well, with all the products. Hey, people. Uh, theory, but hey, that, what Steve was saying. Let's let's talk about what Steve was saying. People misusing technology. This is what people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like to do this. I like to misuse technology. And mm-hmm. what Billy and I used to always joke about is uh, finally getting on the Pursuance project and just uh, completely abusing the platform. And like we wanted to right. abuse the pursuance project uh, <laughs> by creating a pursuance uh, de- mm-hmm. designed uh, or dedicated to taking down the pursuance project, and <laughs> and you know right, just right. try to break stuff. We, we like to break shit, and um, right. I think you so, can identify so, so, with that. Well, yeah. I mean, so I mean, you know, you mentioned like you know misusing technology. I mean, one, one definition of hacking. Um, is using a technology for something other than its originally intended purpose. Um, so that can be cool. Um, it can be malicious. And you're talking about the, uh, the malicious side of that, which, you know, is, uh, entertaining to, uh, to people. But, um, but I mean, the specific solution to that that you just mentioned was, uh, basically to seed the system, um, with people who are invited that are trusted which I suppose might not be you if you're especially publicly saying, hey, I'm trying to destroy Pursuance, you might not get an early invite. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but eventually you know, but, the but, platform but would be people. launched and I could um, download it and deploy it on my own server and Absolutely. then dedicate Absolutely. it to that purpose. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Just like you, you, know, you could do the same thing with Google Docs and plot against Google within Google Docs and do all kinds of stuff. Well, you can you have back and forth intrigues where each pursuance is spying on the other pursuance, and it would be just like chat rooms everywhere. Um, so, I mean, so again, so, so I'm not associated with pursuance uh, anymore. anymore. What happened I mean, with I that? Can, yeah, no, yeah, I, I mean, it's sort of complicated. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I've continued developing the, the code base. They've decided to go off in a different direction and start over from scratch and do some things um, differently. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I started a separate project called effective.af um, trying to, you know. And that AF some, stands for as fuck, right? Absolutely. Trying to make okay. people effective right. as fuck. As That's fuck. the goal. That's what yeah. we want to hear. And what does it mean yeah. when it's inspired by the Pursuance Project? Um, I mean, it's a, like the, the code base that Effective started with uh, is the code base that, uh, that I was developing, you know, that I led the development of um, at Pursuance. Um, so they've decided, like I said, to, to not even uh, use it. They're going to do something else um, software-wise. Um, but, yeah, but, I mean, there's some of the ideas that, uh, you know, I do need to give Barrett Brown uh, credit for where that he was these general directions he was kind of pointing in um, and that he kind of, he got these insights based upon his experiences working, you know, with anonymous um, and seeing these kind of swarms of activists and realizing that, you know, Hey, we should be using the internet for like this awesome large scale activism. And And I totally agree. What was the, what was the like most foundational basic purpose of pursuance that was going to set it apart from other, other software that people might collaborate on. What was what was uh, the main, what really puts it apart from say Slack, where other people would go and chat and work together on a project? Um, so the the fundamental differences, and you know, there's the, a couple of these were sort of Barrett's ideas, and some of these, you know, directions I wanted to take things in. Again, I'm not I'm not sure exactly what direction Pursuance wants to 
uh, head in at this point, you know, with Barrett and the uh, other, you know, other people leading it. Um, but the general idea and, you know, that, that, that I'm excited about and was then and, and so excited about it that I'm continuing, you know, along that the same path is to have basically end to end encrypted task management software where you can like assign tasks between projects. So you can have, uh, like a whole ecosystem of various projects who are, you know, trying to change the world in various ways. Uh, each can have their specialties. They can, you know, join forces uh, when it comes to achieving certain goals um, or, 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 you know, or, you know, remain totally separate and just do, do their own thing. Uh, but you can imagine like a, a, you know, a project or pursuance calls them pursuances. Um, but these organization type things, you can imagine one that, you know, specializes in submitting FOIA requests to get information from the government. And there's all different kinds of groups that are going to want to submit FOIA requests, whether you're trying to understand what surveillance capabilities, you know, the police has. Hey, is, the police there have a, in is there a way to uh, submit FOIA requests through this thing? Um, not, not directly, but the point is that if you if there's a specific FOIA request that you want uh, submitted and, you know, you have to phrase them in a very special way so that the government can't like dodge the request and say, oh, we didn't know yeah. what you were saying or right. we didn't know where to look and all of that. Um, but but the point I'm getting at is if you have a project that specializes in writing FOIA requests and you need one written, then basically assigning a task to that group that specializes in that so they can help you with that. And, you know, the, the goal isn't to use the software to do everything, you know, like if you need to send an email, if you want to broadcast something on social media, you know, the point isn't to do everything in one piece of software. It's to have this sort of, you know, home base and where you're you know, you're brainstorming, you're strategizing, you're recording those ideas in an actionable format as tasks that you can like assign to a person. It sounds a lot like the Pursuance Project. Now, the last thing I read you say about a Pursuance Project was that you're excited to not only be a lead developer on a project that you believed in, that you felt was doing a social good. Hey, is this new thing, by the way? Is this also going to be open source? Yes. But so you were excited about that, but also that you're excited about the possibility of being paid for the job as well. Like, of course, you loved it, but you were excited about being paid for it. What happened between that interview in 2017 and Barrett finally raising the forty or fifty thousand dollars to fund it, and you yep. departing? What happened there? Um, yeah, again, I, I don't know how much you know detail makes sense to go into but yeah we we had a successful kickstarter campaign raised fifty three thousand one hundred and ten dollars um and then um yeah which you know a lot of us had to put in a lot of effort to to make that happen and it was a great group uh victory to uh uh to raise that money and a group victory um, that you're not a part of now absolutely um, so, Isn't yeah, so, it kind so of frustrating to see the Pursuance Project raise that amount of money, funds which collected from people who viewed screenshots of your work in progress, only to have that right. job taken away from you? <laughs> you got you guys are trolls. Okay, it's interesting. Um, I mean, uh, I'm yes, not trolling. I mean, I'm asking a sincere question. <laughs> right, right. I can hear you smiling, but you know, it can it can be both. It can be sincere. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I, I kind of feel that way. I mean, um, you know, I, I, I wish them well, we will see what things look like, but, uh, again, you know, the, the, the important stuff is the code and the ideas. And I have more of those than anyone else, 
you know, working on anything like this. So, you know, I, I wish them well and, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I mean, they just had a breakthrough recently, which is, uh, which is cool. They're about to announce something new. Um, they may have announced it in the last week. I've been watching closely. Is this on a scientific breakthrough and, but, or, uh, <laughs> has it got a no, white no, paper they, that comes with it? Um, probably software, uh, software kind of breakthrough. Um, no, 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 not, not a software breakthrough, but, uh, they're, 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 they're starting a new sort of initiative. They've been hinting at it. They're teaming up with like these other, other people. I, I don't know how much is public right now. So I can't what kind say of yet. people are they? Who adv- coders? Well, are they they're probably lawyers? the same people they- who advised Brown, uh, to abandon this guy's version of the project. Is, um, is, no, has no, there been no, a no, kind of change let him answer the guard or a coup or something? What, yeah. Is this like, did you watch the uh, coup, wild, wild Country? Yeah. Is that someone taken over? No, no. Develop- I mean, development? No, there, there's, Pursuance doesn't have a tech lead currently, as far as I know. It doesn't, is it not going to be a software project at all? Is there, I mean, well, well they just have to get question. a new lead developer. That's what Barrett said. They're looking for a new lead. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're currently looking for one. Barrett, Barrett told us on the show that uh, someone had advised him to go in another direction, but um, right. who, who would have done that? Um, I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I think I know who he's talking about, but, uh, you know, it's... Are they um, working with the Pursuance Project? Uh, probably. I mean, he mentioned being advised and stuff, so I think there's some kind of some yeah. kind of role. But uh, but but what I alluded to wasn't the um, wasn't that. They're you know they they've been hinting on Facebook and uh, and Twitter at a new initiative, not led by um, this advisor person, but led by you know they're you know they're starting to do some kind of uh, you know some more organizing stuff, but with the existing software is the public information that the that Barrett said. So they're going to basically set up. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube brand, and kind of have a a media entity uh, like other similar advocacy journalists, like not maybe Project Veritas, but you know, with Barrett Brown's kind of style, right? But, maybe with um, a website and then. But and Steve, a, Steve gave them Twitter the product they wanted. So Steve, you gave them the Pursuance Project. What was wrong with it? I, I, um, I actually, um, I actually don't know. Somebody said something about the, uh, the software that was, I assume, um, negative. I, I actually don't know who, and I actually don't know what, um, Barrett said that, you know, like he wasn't super thrilled with the interface and, uh, and, you know, so, so right after we raised the money, I had to do a bunch of, uh, freelance work that I had been neglecting in order to focus on pursuance. And that, that took a while. And then they, uh, you know, some specific person within pursuance told, uh, um, you know, convinced Barrett that, uh, that they should, uh, get rid of me. And now, uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we will see what happens. But, uh, yeah, hey, know, Steve, on... I, I thought it was a great interface, man. I could, because I, and here's why, because I looked at it, right. And based on what people had told me, I, Mm-hmm. I saw it and I was like, yeah, that's exactly how it was described to me. That's what I thought it would be. And I knew, and I saw it and I knew I could use it. That's how I knew it was that you had created an actual tool is that I was already thinking right. of ways to fuck with you guys by using <laughs> it. You know what I mean? I see. 
Right, right. Yeah, if it's like it's it's useful, you know, it can give you useful leverage against you know to use against pursuing. That's what you're saying. Well, just fucking around, but you could you could use it in any way that you wanted. <laughs> is the point? You could smash a window right. with it, or you could fucking you could you could build a window into the world or some shit, whatever, right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a uh, you know, so I'm I'm super proud and very happy with the 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 quality of the code. Again, I've been programming for ten years and was like very you know very anal about certain things being very uh, precise. And uh, you know, other people have contributed some some great code, uh, but they will tell you you know I make people jump through a couple of hoops and you know make sometimes pretty small uh, changes in order to make sure things are just right and make sure that it's really readable code and you know extensible and and all that. So I feel I feel awesome and uh, continue development to this day and so uh, proud, into the really future and with other uh, developers. Yeah. Kilgore, this is, is his baby. Kilgore, listen to yeah. this. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, it's uh, he worked hard on that. He should keep doing it. But he was so dedicated to it that this guy like tried and tried to reach out to Barrett and and he flew his he flew himself out to meet Barrett and he true? got an Airbnb just to meet Barrett and work with him no. and yeah and bring this shit to life like yeah oh well it's true and um yeah and, no it was pretty it's pretty pretty yeah pretty pretty epic uh, beginnings and uh you know excited to uh I'm proud of all the progress we made with absolutely no money I mean there there's there's four of us four of us that put in at least two thousand dollars of our own money to like get pursuance to where it was before the Kickstarter. It's like you know, it's really uncommon for people to have you know for projects to have that level of dedication. And uh, so that was pretty pretty great. Did the developers stay with the uh, pursuance? I mean, with effect um, right? He was the only developer. Oh well, so, so I was the lead developer, and and I recruited uh, some other developers as well. Um, and uh, and yeah, so. Um, and they're with you. Yeah, people. Yep. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, um, there's about four people. I mean, you can see new contributions just within the last week from about two or three other people. We got uh, exactly myself. Too. We got to go in just a minute. What would be the main differences between uh, the current iteration of your work? We're running out of time. What do you mean? We do an hour show yeah, and we got three minutes time. left. No. I'm, well, we can I'm run over a couple time. more minutes, but. You can edit the damn show down. <sighs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> no. Is there? Are we really we, limited to an hour f- because of uh, some software thing? Well, let's not get into this right now. Let's just focus on Steve. We got Steve for another few minutes. We just got started. Sure. I feel like. Uh, what's the difference True. now uh, between what you guys have right now and like what you left pursuance with? Uh, uh, so, so a few key things. So. One, um, I, so there's some software stuff and there's some organizational stuff. So the software on the software part, um, there's like there's a massive uh, simplification uh, that I came up with. That basically there's kind of two two main screens uh, within Effective. So if you're sort of an organizer, um, you know, and like uh, coordinating with uh, with volunteers and the kind of person who's going to be like pairing people up with appropriate things to do, um, rather than you know, like a volunteer that comes in, to, uh, you know, to, to work on stuff. So if you're more of a coordinator, then um, the main screen for you is being able to see basically the, the master plan, you know. So, so within each effective project, you oh, have a hierarchy plan. of tasks. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you have an, each project has, an, has a hierarchy of tasks uh, that leads up to the, to the mission that you specified for your project. Um, and then 
you know, the idea is that like you specify which skills are necessary to complete those tasks and then mass invite people that you need in order to achieve your objectives. So I don't see any reason why uh, you can't create a project um, and then, you know, basically um, you should be able to create like um, a highly productive 100 person volunteer led organization. In That's one what hour. I want to hear about the people who are using pursuance right now. Are there, are there any you major or minor organizations? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I do mean effective. The, there mm -hmm. are a lot of groups out there benefiting from effective AF yet. And if so, what are they doing? How, who are they? It's a great question. So, so there's a few uh, servers that have been deployed. Um, there's a couple more features that need to be added in order for it to be really you know, usable by a significant number of, uh, of people. But I mean, for example, um, there's a few of us that were helping to uh, raise money for and helping to coordinate some um, additions to a, a website dedicated to helping the asylum seekers caravan, you know, like the thousands okay. of people you know, traveling up to, uh, to the U.S. through, uh, through Mexico. So um, just run an advocacy website for them? Dude, you could make uh, well, a pursuit. Uh, what do you call it now? You don't make a pursuance. You call it you a project. Project. Yeah. Okay. You could make a project yep. to run a caravan from Mexico to the United States. Right. Exactly. And, and dedicate who's going to drive the car, who's going to meet us at the gate, who's going to. Now, how do you keep the ugly people that want to stop you uh, from seeing what you're doing ineffective as fuck? Uh, so that's a great question. So there's there's a couple different ways. So number one. Um, being able to invite people with a certain t at a certain tier of access. So instead of inviting people into your project where they can see everything that you're doing, see the other people involved, see the master plan, um, being able to invite them where they can only see and work on the tasks you've assigned to them. Um, so this is like a key kind of infiltration mitigation strategy. You know, where like there are certain things that are like not ultra private, but some parts, some aspects of it are private. And you want to be able to say like crowdsource, you know, or, you know, crowdsource a bunch of work. Um, you want to like post a, an invite link to Reddit and get like a bunch of people in there to help. You know, you don't want random people being able to kind of infiltrate and see the more sensitive parts of what you're doing. Um, so to be able to limit them, be able to in, in, invite them in such a way where they have this kind of, they're in this kind of in-between zone where um, they have enough kind of privileges and they have enough access to help you and to securely like communicate with you and be assigned tasks and things like that, uh, but they can't, you know, see see everything that's going on. Are the tasks yeah, them like individually encrypted? Yeah. Yep, yeah, we're starting with uh, with uh, more kind of uh, public uh, projects that aren't super high security, uh, but yes, we're adding adding encryption exactly. So end to end encryption and then the tiered access, having tasks being uh, assignable from one project to another. Um, yeah, those are some of the key. Um, Key, uh, key things that are, you know, very different from, you know, just Slack. You know, if you just have chat, um, then you can't have like fine grain coordination of like figuring out who's doing what, you know, what the goal is, what the sub pieces are, who's doing those steps, you know, when they should be completed by the skills necessary to complete them, uh, and things, things like that. Is that um, the sound of you hitting a vaporizer? I heard uh, something. No, I'm just taking a breath. Oh, okay. I, something. I, got, I think I was breathing deep. But, this but, is a uh, man who loves what he does. He's doing, you're doing this because you love it, right? This is just what you want to do. This, so you, uh, yeah, yeah. AF and, and, a lot. It, it, it does. And yeah, no, I really, I really like the, the path. Um, and then just to finish answering your question, the, um, 
you know, like uh, I decided to make uh, effective a uh, public benefit corporation um, and to do an equity crowdfunding round to align with the community. And, you know, so that when people, so the people who are excited about being able to have, you know, being able to coordinate these like, you know, world changing things. And you want to say, hey, we want to coordinate to, you know, pass a basic income in some specific country. How do we get people you know, to, to coordinate, you know, toward these ambitious goals and be able to break them down to, you know, big pieces and, you know, have, have different people in charge of, of different stuff, again, in this kind of fine-grained way. Um, being able to coordinate that would be, would be awesome. And I'm just so happy with so many, you know, insights I've had, big and small, uh, combined with some of the uh, foundational ideas that, uh, that Derek came up with. You should have um, him I fucking raise money for your new thing. Yeah, um, we, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. I mean, it, it probably makes more sense for him to raise money for uh, what he's doing uh, with the, you know, with the with pursuance. But I wouldn't be surprised if sometime in the next, uh, you know, year or something, you know, if pursuance has trouble delivering the software to the, you know, 677 Kickstarter backers, then, uh, you know, doing some kind of partnership. I can imagine something like that, you know, where they're basically paying effective to you know, add certain, add a couple yeah. features. That Maybe really he just want. needed to push you and out then, and bring you in as a contractor on that money. Well, we'll <laughs> see. I mean, that's, that's, that, 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 that specific strategy wouldn't make tons of a uh, tons of sense. Not in the short term. It, it, it will make more sense to him in the long term, but uh, we'll, we'll see. You, we'll see what don't happens. Do you think effective AF, I think, does he still endorse it or think it's a good idea or is he just now totally it, convinced that uh, it's no good? What's the it, what happened there? It's, uh, it's it's very interesting. Uh, Barrett, you know, I told Barrett like, hey, you know, I'm continuing the code base. I figured that he would be super pissed, um, and he was like, oh, cool. Like, I wanted the other projects to be spawned from pursuance. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so he, you know, he appreciates my skills. Um, there's some things that took longer than I said that they would, just like with most software projects. But uh, you know, it was the case here. So they had some. Uh, Concerns, but uh, you know, I'm happy with the progress made and the vision and all these insights and the code. Um, and I'm excited to uh, you know add some of these other aspects I've thought of since then of having these kind of like you know adding more at more aspects of sort of semi automation to the software. Like you should be able to have increasingly advanced kind of uh, bots that you can assign tasks and say, hey, keep an eye on these 50 RSS feeds. Oh, yeah. Or, AI you know, news articles that, that, that can uh, keep, read people's absolutely. Uh, voices and stuff. Well, well, yeah. I mean, not, 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 not for spying. Yeah, definitely not for spying. Oh, no. For, just um, for chatting, but, uh, right? Just for chit-chat. <laughs> Spitballing like this. Mark Zuckerberg, is that you? And his hard nipples. Mark's hard nipples. Have you did you have you seen that picture of Mark Zuckerberg? And he's got like an auditorium full of wealthy people, and everybody's hooked up like a thousand people on virtual reality except for him. And he's walking down the aisle with this no. big shit eating grin on his face, and his nipples no are way. erect. It's grotesque. <laughs> They're poking through his shirt. That sounds. Wow, that sounds like a snapshot of a modern, modern civilization. Yeah, people who are really going to know, who can see everyone else, they can't see you. Oh my God, that's I, I'll have to see that. It was a Pulitzer Prize-winning photograph if I've ever seen one. Wow, that's awesome. That's a beautiful shit. You're an activist, right? Are you also an yeah, activist? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I've been, uh, you know, like I think of myself more of a kind of tech activist. So like help, helping on the tech technical side. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was at Occupy. I wasn't doing programming stuff or anything there. I was at, you know, Occupy Santa Barbara at the time. Um, and yeah, and, you know, like a lot of my technological work is is basically activism. I mean, you know, that's this is basically, you know, people who do this basically called uh, cypherpunks. You know, people who are using technology, especially encryption technology, to protect human rights. And you were into the psychopunk. Yeah, see, he was was cypherpunk. This dude, cypherpunk. This dude got into it all. See, he was into the Matrix and stuff, and this is how he first got into like hacking and stuff. Have you heard of this um, this fucking woo-woo belief about the Matrix? It's like a kind of spirituality that people have about something called the Matrix. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. I mean, obviously, there's lots of talk around. You know, are we in, is our is the universe we inhabit you know virtual? Is it physical? Is it mental? And then people talk about the matrix in those terms. But no, you mean like an actual religion? Well, yeah, it's QAnon. Yeah, is we the religion. We've been Maybe talking to some crackpots too. We like, talked yeah. to some crazy people on um, here, and they'll tell us shit like that. That's a whole nother show. Yeah, that's that's, that's something show. different. But, and I think we <laughs> I think we've heard everything. You know. If there's anything else you want to say about effective AF, because you know, I think we've heard most most all there is to know about it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, at least on the surface. If you want to know more, right. where do we go? And, go know, to go it. to effective.af. That's the URL. Effective.af. E F F E C T. AF. Name. It's, it's much Thank better, you. It's a lot of F's. Much better name, and you would wonder that a I, I, I made a list. Could come up with mm-hmm. a better name than a writer. How's that? <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, like usually that's usually that's not the case. Uh, but um, but yeah, no, I um, it's like a different right time, after, man. right right after I was uh, kicked out of pursuance, I I made a list. I I had this very interesting like couple weeks where it's like I was the perfect oh. combination of like an insider and an outsider, and I could just sit there and go, okay, what did we do well at pursuance? What did we suck at? And what do I need to do you know better? with uh you know if i if i continue this work and sure you know the simplifying a bunch of things including the name um having a more sustain like financially sustainable uh model so i'm really excited about crowdfunding um and you know having a having a public benefit corporation that's like legally required to to behave in the public interest not to maximize profit um but you know where people can own uh you know own part of the uh, company and have, have you know be aligned um, that way. I'm really I'm really excited about that and yeah, simplifying some 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 naming related things. But the, like I said, you know Barrett, there's some uh, there's some brilliant ideas that that Barrett thought of um, or kind of kind of sketched out and you know I'm very happy with the kind of it was kind of my interpretation of his vision plus these other ideas I was able to uh, to contribute. But uh, but yeah, you know Barrett Barrett has some great uh, you know first person. Uh, you know, uh, experience with, uh, with these ideas and, um, you know, we'll see what they uh, come up with, you know, if they can raise some more money and, you know, hire a, a tech lead and stuff and they can be, they can be fine. Um, but yeah, we'll, we will see. Um, you know, there's some brilliant people over there. I don't um, think they want to make software. I think it's like Kilgore said, they're just trying to make some kind of brand or something and then some kind of community umbrella, uh, so socially networking type of shit, but it doesn't seem like the, activism or whatever. The the, the 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 stated goal is to produce software, you know. So yeah, if they want to be a software project and not an applied sociology project, then yeah, they definitely need to, you know, make some software. And uh, you know, hopefully they 
they do that, or if they have trouble, like I said, then uh, maybe uh, maybe effective partners with pursuance. You know, uh, again, Barrett and I are on good terms, so that's not like uh, totally out of the the question. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Steve, it's been fun, man. Uh, thanks for calling into Hate Radio. It was a wild conversation. Yeah, interesting stuff. Thanks, guys. Well, plenty of uh, AI and uh, surveillance capitalism. Oh, Steve, and, uh, I, there was one more thing I wanted to ask you. What about uh, yeah. what about life? Have you heard about this, where they say that life is a uh, is a computer simulation? We already went over. I have heard. <laughs> no, no, that was something <laughs> I, different. That was the Matrix. Life is a computer simulation. <laughs> They say there's right. like more evidence uh, that there is, if, according to some papers, than than the, it's not. Just what? Yes or no? Um, maybe, definitely, maybe. Uh, it's it's fascinating that Elon Musk is uh, is convinced we're in a, a virtual world. I I would like more direct evidence, but it's going to be hard to to gather that. But it is it is very feasible. Um, I mean, I predicted a long time ago that eventually a lot of people would believe that, not because it's true, but because we understand kind of virtual worlds better than physical worlds or mental worlds because humans invented computers and we didn't invent matter, we didn't invent minds. What is it about so Elon Musk that, uh, that turns you on so much? Um, I mean, he's he, he's doing everything that he possibly can to, to make the world a really amazing place. And he revolutionizes industries in order to get there. That's how I think things should be done. I mean, I've tried to revolutionize philosophy. I've written a million words of philosophy. If people are interested in what it looks like to do philosophy in a programming language and programmatically construct philosophical arguments, you can go to executablephilosophy.com. Um, so, you know, revolutionizing stuff is, is awesome. I worked to revolutionize human privacy um, and gave a talk at uh, DEF CON, the world's largest underground hacker conference, uh, a few years ago, 2015, uh, based on some technology I developed, which is also open source, called Cryptag, which uh, encrypts data and makes it partially searchable, even though it's encrypted. Um, and then I, I, you know, there's certain lessons I learned and I felt like I needed more ideas and I needed like certain things. And then I read about, uh, pursuance in a wired magazine article, you know, by Andy Greenberg and was like, Oh my God, this is like, I, I can combine that with like what I've been doing, uh, recently. And here's, here's activists that know that they need to be protected when they're going into battle. Basically, you know, there's, I have, I have friends. You know, but there, I know friend, I have friends that are like trying to divest $2 billion from the city of L.A. from Wells Fargo. And Wells Fargo is not going to just sit there while billions of dollars are basically, you know, taken from them. Or, you know, they, they could make all this money off of like interest and, yeah. and whatnot. They're going to kick uh, a screen. You know, They're going to protest. They might but, even yeah, deploy a generalized AI to take over. <laughs> <laughs> they they could they could pot you know generalized AI doesn't quite exist but there's groups like Tiger Swan know. and Maybe and like the secret. kinds of intelligence contractors Maybe. It's Maybe. But you think but they there's, tell there's, you about everything they come out with, huh? No, maybe not. Steve, you know, Steve, it sounds like a conspiracy. Maybe but, not. It is a yeah. conspiracy, no, no, it, and it's also it's real, right? Steve lives it's in San all, Francisco, right? Live in San I do. Fran I live in New York, and uh, they were going to shut down the the L train. The, how I get mm. into the city, and oh, wow. uh, it, it was looming over everyone in Brooklyn like it was this horrible rain cloud, dude. It was like fucking up businesses and stuff, and we had to shut mm. down the L train. Really horrible story. And then all of a sudden, we didn't. 
and it was mm. because somebody had gone to Tesla. <laughs> it's like they could have fixed it all along. Like they're just wow. gonna do some fucking whatever, pipe something through, snake it around in a, with a drone or some shit, you know, some mm-hmm. some Tesla type of bullshit. But they could have done that all along. And it's, it's like, yeah, like thanks, dude. Yeah. Thanks for fucking everything up before just going over and seeing if that ultra wealthy guy digging tunnels under Los Angeles might help. Yeah, yeah, the boring company. You know, I mean, uh, you can you can dig very deep. You can have many layers of cars that are self-driving that take you wherever at, you know, it's 150 miles an hour. Ridiculous, or, dude. I'm, I, you know, I'm, it, I'm excited. I mean, we, the future should be, you know, we should be able to, you know, have cleaner energy and travel more quickly and more safely. And, you know, not people lose, you know, cumulatively, right. Like billions of hours a year of, or billions of hours. I mean, probably a day of people's lives, just commuting for no good reason, just focusing on driving rather than being able to focus on, something you want to do, you know, while moving from place to place. Uh, I mean, with VR, people are going to be virtually commuting, so to speak. People won't call it commuting, probably. Steve? But, no, you won't have to physically move around. Steve, anyway, you want to take a caller? Awesome. Uh, before you go, you want to take a caller? Sure. All right, let's, crazy there. let's see if uh, maybe they'll have a question for you. Um, sure. Happy see. to do it. Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Uh, you're on the air. Sometimes they call and they only want to listen. I don't know. Oh, I want to listen. Oh, there they are. What is this? Who? What do you? Do you have a question for Steve? Steve, Steve, seriously, I got my old lady here, um, and she had a bit mm-hmm. too much, man. Um, babe, babe, ah! babe, no, seriously, turn over, turn over. What is this? A bit too much. Of We've been listening to your program um, like all night, man. And suddenly she started having. Babe, don't oh, turn over. Is... That's how Hendrix. This is... That's how Hendrix died. Is she? Babe, babe. Is she going oh, into Steve, labor? I need your help. I need, I need your help. I need your help. Uh, Steve, what do we do? How can AI Steve. help? What is this? What is this? Who's in the field? Who's in the field? Steve. Steve in the field? Could we launch a project to get this woman some Steve? help? Steve, was this you? you? What to who? No. Is she okay? Did you do this to her, Steve? No. Did I do what? Steve, it's a I'm prank serious. call, man. Oh my god. Prank call? Oh my you goodness. You did this to my girl. You called it a prank call. How dare you? Oh my goodness. Steve, what did Steve, you do? I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Steve. Steve, this is yeah. What, you what have right you there, done? Steve, I'm right outside. I'm right outside, damn it. Surely there must up, be. Steve. Steve. Okay, uh, if you're having actual emergency, then call 911, not hate radio. You tell me to call 911, I called you. You told me to call you. You're on the live stream. How there, dare you? There, I'm going to call Steve because I can't breathe. There's, there must be some something we can do for them, Steve. Oh, Maybe Elon Musk There needs to be something you can do, Steve. Steve, you brought me what? into this, bro. Oh, my God. What is the problem? <laughs> tell, us, what is the problem? tell us what's going on. Stop shouting. Tell us what's wrong. What time is in your time zone, bro? This is what's happening in my root beer. What is she, what's she shouting about? Something happened to a root beer? <laughs> it was not a root beer, bro. She's lying to you. She's lying to you. She's been lying all night. Did someone spike that? All night, did someone spiked her drink? What'd you do to us, Steve? Do you have any water? Just like that. Give her some water. If you, if, wait a second. Wait a second. If you want to. No, my pants off. If you want her to stop lying, if you want her to stop lying, don't ask her to lie on her side. 
don't. Steve, I want you to stop lying to me. She, oh, that sounds go, good. Go get root beer with water. Water down, water down root beer tastes terrible, but if you no. need root beer with water, go get some like this, Steve. Steve, how dare you? How dare you? Do it. Water, do, root beer and water. Go ahead. She go sounds, ahead. She sounds like a nice lady. It's a shame. So I want to do it. Seriously, uh, the question was, what do you think about aliens? Do you think they're out there? Because I do. I think aliens possess her. What about aliens, Steve? Uh, yeah, no, it's a good question. They, I mean... And what time? So, they said 2020. They said uh, 2012. What year is it happening? That's a good question. I wanna That's know. a good question. I want to be far away. I have the answer. You know what I mean? Is she drinking water? What about the aliens? now. If if there's I mean, if we're all in a computer simulation, then sure, why not aliens, right? Uh, th- there could be. There could be. The um so this actually ties into AI off, safety in ways that you might man, find interesting. I don't know why you haven't been returning my phone calls. Seriously, I got a lot of serious question for you. I but we've been uh, listening to you a long time. And I asked you to be the godfather of my uh, my child. You never got back to me, and I want to know what is your problem. Where's your problem? You're not liking my posts anymore. Where's your problem? Steve, are you, you avoiding know, this person? I am. How do you two know each other? Uh, uh, <laughs> we know each other through Hate Radio me. from as of you know three minutes calling, ago. Steve, and you still owe me that twenty bucks. You see, I want that twenty bucks back. Steve, Steve, are you are you going out bumming money all over town? No, not over, not all over town. Not no. Man, what? you should see him around town. He won't stop. I think. Yeah. Dude, I think I know who's got this caller's twenty dollars. You should probably ask Barrett Brown where that money went. And maybe yeah, the, the development fund is uh is in some some of the bank account. I don't have control. Great sour cream. He's eating sour cream straight from the jaw. What are you doing? Steve, here's a serious question. Can we use AI to follow the money in journalism? Um, Steve, I was wondering, um, yo, can you go pick me up? Um, I need a ride, bro. Uh, yeah, how long are you doing the show? Can you come pick me up, bro? Are you avoiding this I'm person? Like, I'm right I, outside. I, I, I really need your help. You got the right, same right number? Outside. I've been texting right you all the number. I don't know if you still got it. I think we've got is, is this KY anonymous? Because I'm pretty sure nine out nine out of ten chances is KY anonymous. Are you Jeez, KY me. anonymous? We've got Derek Lotsetter on the There's no way live that's... tonight. Are you trying to get me to hang this up on him? Went to prison for doxing rapers. Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah, this man is Derek Lotsetter. <laughs> The KY anonymous. Is that Look, the, that's one it's of him. his victims in the background? I can hear wow. her. Yeah, we've all heard about the women he protects. So I've victims. been with her all my life. You calling her a victim? <laughs> I love this man. You love oh, Steve. You man. love me. It's a, he's had her for so Steve, long. What do you do? It sounds like Ouch. Stockholm syndrome to me. You know, like nope. it's the ladies love a guy who can write code and name things well. I just can't deny it. Well, Steve, now that you brought it up, man, I really need your help. You know, uh, when it comes to love, you know, uh, pleasing everybody, you know, um, <laughs> how do you do it? How, how do you many please the ladies? And, where, and how low do you go? I want to know, man. I just need this help. 
Steve, how do you please the ladies? How do you please the ladies? Um, you do what every super slick guy does, and you go on Reddit and you ask other people how to please the ladies. They will know. That's pretty slick. That's on pretty slick, Steve. They're Steve, brilliant. Your book They're brilliant. Available? Do you have a link I could buy your book at? Seriously, uh, I, I, can't, I misplaced your last one. If you go to tryingtobeawesome.com, you can see a bunch of shit that I've written, which is book like. You don't have a link, man. You, you couldn't can, afford it. Oh, you you got see, like a dot org or something. Get out of here, Steve. Look at you, a big man, Steve. Go to that Steve, website and look at, you can see now. Steve's Reddit posts. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a wealthy cryptocurrency decimillionaire. Oh, you've come a long way. Decimillionaire. Seriously, Steve, you've come a long way, man. From what we used I've to go, long to go through, man. Our moms, our sisters, you know, man, it was tough. I just want to say I'm proud of you. I'm proud Thank of you, Steve. Thank you so much. Oh, that's nice. I made it. Thanks, thanks to Reddit. Thanks to the internet. Thanks to blockchain somehow. I'm sure it's involved. Uh, and AI. No, Thank you. Me up or what? I need a ride, Steve. All right. Uh, well, that's sounds like that's sounds like calling. somebody's not getting a ride tonight. <laughs> Good luck. Look up Uber. U B E R. Goodness U -B -E -R. gracious! You want, you want to put they, him they in an Uber? Goodness you must gracious. not like him at all. Gracious. We've never or, had or a call quite like that in all of our our history. I don't know where that yep. came from. Steve, that was really a left field one. It's been a pleasure yeah. having you on tonight's program. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, ladies I've and gentlemen. It. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Phillips. Is it, did I say it right? Steve Phillips. That's me. You got it. Steve perfectly. Phillips, effective as fuck. Check him out on the internet. Uh, Wild Bill Kilgore. No, this one went the Eric Andre way, didn't it? Jesus uh, Christ. Kilgore, as usual, brought his prowess on tonight's episode of Hate Radio. Thanks, no doubt, to Terror Max, brought to you by Lebel Joker Incorporated, the extended release Terror Max. These timed capsules will send your ass to the multiverse and teach you a new level of terror. Ills and uh, terrors you never conceived of will come to life before you in the night. Thanks to Dr. Troubadour's patented time-release hate serum engineered for patriots, tested on Wild Bill himself, and brought to you proudly by the Internet Chronicle. Everybody, get the fuck out of here. Go fuck yourselves. Kilgore, peace out. This is Hate Radio by Chronicle.su. <laughs>